It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, you are listening to The Rendezvous Show with Simon and Angie. Hello, Simon. Bonjour, Angie. Bonjour, how are you feeling tonight? I am on fire tonight. You are on fire. I, I, yeah, I don't know, it's one of these nights where I just, I'm in an extraordinary good mood. You walked in with a little spring it's, in your step. You know, it's, it's, Something it's, must it's your presence in the house. What happened? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, we had a great show yesterday, um, and we got some emails about yesterday's show, too. So if you ever want to email the show, therendezvousshow.com, this one comes from Ariana in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. She says, I was listening last night when you were talking about meeting the one, and I feel like I just met the one last week. Oh. I have some butterflies in my stomach, and I really feel like I've been struck by lightning, as Simon would say. <laughs> I'm trying not to get too excited too soon, but like Angie said, you know when you know, and I feel like I know. Thanks so much for putting on such a great show. Love you guys. That's nice. Merci. Congratulations Thank on finding uh, the one. The lightning has struck again. Oh, maybe the lightning will strike for you, Simon. Fingers crossed. Ooh, Fingers crossed. Maybe. It's maybe my time. <laughs> you know, I'm looking for love. I know you are, and so, I love it. We're going to find you love. That's my mission in life. I am counting on you. Okay. You know? Oof, oof, no pressure. I'm serious. No pressure at all. <laughs> but it's my mission. Uh, if you want to write in, you can do that, therendezvousshow.com, or call us if you need advice about anything. We are here tonight, something that's on your mind, your love life. Call us right now, 855-905-8255. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hello, Simon. Bonjour, Angie. Bonsoir. Bonjour. Ooh la la. Um, love taking everybody's calls. Love reading the emails. If you want to call us, 855-905-8255, anytime at therendezvousshow.com as well. Speaking of which, we have somebody lovely on the phone with a question for us. This is Shauna from Philly. Hey, Shauna. Hey, Angie. Hi, Simon. Bonjour, Shana. Bonjour. Welcome to the rendezvous. Thank you. I love the show. I love God's personality. Thank you very much. I love you for saying that. What's going on with you, Shana? What's your question? Well, I have a problem. My boyfriend, he's really insecure about my best friend. And I keep telling him, like, he doesn't have to have a problem. Like, he's really freaking out and thing is my best friend is a boy so that makes it like a really worse for him in his eyes mm-hmm. and i keep telling him you know we don't have any type of attractions with each other we just work together we hang out all the time so like it's driving him nuts and i made a big mistake of telling him that we kissed even though this was before we even got together or anything mm-hmm. <laughs> but like that even made it even worse and now he's been very weird ever since you know and I just need to find a way to help him understand. So if you guys give me any advice, that would uh, help. <laughs> I have a question, Shanas. Honestly, do you spend, you think, too much time with your best friend compared to your boyfriend? I do. You do? I, do you ever invite your boyfriend to hang out with you and your bestie? I do. I, was, I even, like, told him, you know, babe, maybe you should meet him. He's like, I don't want to meet him. You know, this is crazy. But... I mean, I have to do what I have to do. Me and him, we work together, too, so it's not like we're just hanging out and not, you know, just not doing yeah. anything. <laughs> but, you, but you can't have everything in life. Uh, we can try, but you can't. And I think <laughs> if you want to keep your boyfriend, you got to spend more time with your boyfriend. you got to invest your yes. affection, your love, your time 
on your relationship. If you don't, it will it will crack little by little. Somebody insecure needs more love, more attention, more tenderness, more loving, more everything. And now yeah. you brought that little spike about you've kissed the uh, kiss. The kiss. Why do you have to yeah. say that? <laughs> it's it's a passive aggressive move. Yeah, it is a little bit. It's a kind of a control thing, Shauna. You yeah. try to twist that knife a little bit, but I I agree with Simon. I also you know think that if if your boyfriend is a good boyfriend, you want to stay with your boyfriend. Am I right? Yes, I do. Then that's the most important man in this equation. Yes. you got to make him happy over everybody else. If he's good to you and you want that to work, he comes first, not your friend. And Plus, you work with this bestie of yours anyway, so you'll get to see him. It's not like he's completely cut out of your life. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. your boyfriend doesn't want to have anything to do with your best friend, so you got to make that choice. Yeah, yeah that's it. Right. You have to refocus on the boyfriend, on the love, mm-hmm. or it will go down. Yeah, you guys are right. I mean, so, I'm going to try to talk to him and spend more time with him. And, you know, especially I also have to talk to my best friend. I just thought of something. Friend. You know, Shana, what I, what I would do, I would ask myself, what is it that is missing with my boyfriend that I need to spend so much time with my best That's friend? That's a great point. That is a great point because you're getting something from your boyfriend that, or your best friend that you're not getting from your boyfriend. Exactly. Yeah. But. But don't tell your boyfriend that. You need to figure that out. And then say, listen, I want to do this with you. I want to do that with you. Maybe some of the things that you were doing with your bestie. But yeah, don't don't throw another one at him after the kiss. No, 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 no. (laughs) Good luck, Shauna. I hope it all works out for you. Yes, bonne chance. Good luck. Thank you for calling. Thanks for calling. That's a great call. And Mm -hmm. we're always open to any call, any question you have. 855-905-8255. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hello, Simon. Bonjour, Angie. Bonsoir. Uh, bonjour, bonsoir. <laughs> I love learning my French. I'm brushing up on my French. You're doing good. Thank you very mm. much. I, I'm, I will be fluent, probably never, but... I was going to say by the end of the week. <laughs> no, I wish. <laughs> I wish. I got to get some Rosetta Stone. So we were talking about um, our last call from Shauna, talking about maintaining close friendships with friends of the opposite sex, or I guess it could be friends of whatever sex you're interested in. Yeah. Um, and when you're doing that, when you're in a relationship, where is the line to be drawn in a relationship if you have a friend that maybe your partner is like, I don't know if I want you, you know, in my relationship with my husband. Um, yeah, how does it work? Th- I'm trying to think if I have male friends. I do have male friends that I do hang out with outside of Jason, but they're his friends too. Okay, so you mean you do not have one single friend from the past, one man that Jason might like, but just that he didn't know before or he's just not... I, I guess I do, but none that I really go hang out with alone. I have some friends from maybe the other cities I've lived in. Um, I have male friends that I hang out with that are gay, so he doesn't think that I'm going to... straight, like when you were in Philly? Yes, so I do have straight friends from Philly that he would be fine with, um, but I think the key is that he's met them, he knows them, um, he knows me, he trusts me, exactly. and then that's the most important part. And I think it's also important for your partner to have some sort of uh, relationship with this person that you have a relationship with. Do you require the same from him so that ladies, friends of his, you need to know them? Or? I need to know them. Really? Yeah, because I, I, I feel like I have to get you know in their face and look in their <laughs> eyes and make sure that they're not of the man-stealing variety. Okay. And uh, you know I want to be friends with who he's friends with as cool. well. Um, but he does have friends. Um, he does have a friend, a girl named Alyssa, that's a good friend of his that he actually lived with when we were dating. So... Um, it can I'd work. like to talk about that more. Okay. How can, you handle that? Because that's can, a, it's an interesting 
situation. You it have is. Yeah. It is. We'll talk about that more, and we'll talk about making new friends of your preferred sex or you know opposite sex when you're in a relationship. How does that work for you? How does it work in your relationship? We're going to talk about that on the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. <laughs> the Rendezvous. Uh, I'm loving The Rendezvous, by the way. I'm loving The Rendezvous with Angie. I'm loving being here. I can't thank you guys enough. I keep saying thank you, thank you, thank you, no, but I'm so thank happy. Thank you, Angie, for, for, <laughs> for now be the captain of The Rendezvous and uh, rendezvousing with us. I love it. So we've been talking about being friends of the opposite sex when you're in a relationship already. Right. Is it okay? Do people get jealous? Uh, what is the deal with your relationship? And I was telling uh, you, Simon, uh, before we went to break that I when I started dating my husband he lived in New York you know how living is in New York sometimes you have to have a roommate because you live in a box and it's eight million dollars but he had <laughs> he true. he lived with a girl who I didn't really know I had met her maybe one time yes um and so at first because we're dating long distance and he's living with a woman so you were in Philly or Minnesota? I was in uh, Chicago oh, you were in Chicago yes okay. and he was in New York living with a girl blonde his age, beautiful. successful, beautiful girl. Uh, you know this girl as well. And, and we like her a lot. And we love and her. She's well built also. But until I knew her, until I looked her in the eyes, like I said, <laughs> and made sure she wasn't the man-stealing variety um, and really got to know her, then I was extremely comfortable. I was also very trusting of my husband, too. Um, and figured, but at be, the same time, there's nothing I can do. If he's going to want to screw around, he's going to screw around. What am I going to do to prevent it? Be honest. Did you, so he was living with Alisa. Yes. He was not your husband at the time. No, so the we trust, were brand new dating. Voila. So how did you handle, since you don't know to trust him yet that much. Right. So did you have anxiety? Did you call, like, have, there, there were the a few, rules? Well, yeah, there were a few late nights I would call. And if he didn't answer the phone, I might have been, ooh, ooh, where is he right now? Is he in her bedroom? What's going on? <laughs> um, but he was very good at assuring me. And I think okay. that's really important from Huge. your partner. You have to make sure that they are always assured that you are Huge. on the level and that everything is cool. Um, and really just um, making them feel like they're the only person. Absolutely. Yeah. That's your job and your new relationship all the time, but really at the beginning. Huge. Especially at the beginning, especially when it comes to the opposite sex. So we're going to take some calls on this. 855-905-8255. Are you having the same issue? Are you in a relationship and maybe friends with the opposite sex, partners not feeling it? Let us know. Call us up right now. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We've been talking about uh, being in a relationship. Yes. And having besties, having some friends of the opposite sex, and how does your mate feel about it? Mm -hmm. Is there jealousy? Are you allowed? Is it a problem? And we asked you to call in, and now we have a phone call about it, of course. You're good. So let's go to Lisa from Tampa. Hi, Lisa. Oh, hi, guys. I I love your show, Simon. And uh, thank Angie, you very I think much. you're doing a really good job. And, thank you. Um, thank you, know, you very much. You're welcome. I heard you talking about uh, having a guy friend and um, it being a problem. I have to call because I have a friend of mine, Jack. He's been my friend since college. And we have so much fun together. And now he has this girlfriend who told him that he, she doesn't want him hanging around with me or even talking to me or nothing. Mm. Because she's jealous. And I told him, I said, Jack, this is not healthy. This is abusive, you know. Mm. But he doesn't, he got mad at me. So I don't know what to do. I don't want to lose him. Have you met Jack's girlfriend? She has, I've seen her. But you haven't really spent time together, like talking to each other, getting to know each other or anything? 
No. She, don't, mm. she doesn't want to come near me. Mm-hmm. I, it, it's tough. Yeah, it is tough. In life, sometimes you have to make choices. Yeah. It's, you can't have it all sometimes. It's hard for you to sort of make that decision, too, because the the common denominator here is Jack. And so Jack really needs to be the one to try to facilitate a relationship, I think, between the two of you in order to keep you in his life. And I sort of feel like if he really wants to commit to his girlfriend, though, and she still has a problem, you might have to step back a little, right? Uh, Yeah, that's why I said it's a matter of choice. Well said, Angie. So I think you have to, as a good friend, step back respect uh, their privacy and then establish a trust with her in time. So I would reach out and then agree with him. I would have the conversation that you guys do in three months or six months, uh, get together with her. Uh, not every time. And I know you know, all of us, when somebody falls in love or something happens, we have to kind of be on the side. Yeah. And you have to let him prioritize that. Have Let me ask you a question, though. Do you, I know, and it's it's hard. It's, it's a hard, but, yeah. And you know, you sometimes in relationships, you stop talking to your friends as much as you used to, and they get yeah, mad. But that's you know, your true. your friends are always there, and so you know, maybe down the road, something if they're still new, you got to give that relationship time to you develop organically too. I didn't think about that when I get a boyfriend, then I don't talk to my my besties so much. So I didn't think about that. You're right. Maybe, and maybe it's time so you're gonna have more time for yourself. Maybe you know you find love too. You know, so <laughs> maybe that would be good. That maybe would good. be very good. <laughs> that's that's the karma. You do good, good things happen. So I think that right. you know you you can you can learn from that. Hopefully down I the love road, you guys. <laughs> we love you too, and hopefully down the road, once they they know each other better and they have a solid trust relationship built, yes, she, they can start bringing you into their lives. Exactly. Or they There's break a time up. for. Or they break up and all Don't good. be negative. Don't don't throw okay. bad karma, well, Lisa. Hey, I, if she's not cool, then okay. I hope they break up. You know what yeah, I mean? I don't want Jack you. being with that girl if she's going to yeah. be all jealous. You <laughs> girls you, bringing Angie. bad karma. <laughs> well, take care. I, I wish you the best in your friendship. <laughs> yes, and um, and I wish shows. you the best in your love life Lisa, as well. Lisa, absolutely. Fingers okay. crossed for you. <laughs> all right. Thanks okay. for calling, sweetie. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. That's tough, though. And then, you know what I should have asked her is... What is Jack doing? What is Jack telling the girlfriend about the friend? Like maybe he's playing the you know the card a little bit. Like oh, these girls are all fighting over me. This is amazing. He could and enjoy that. Or at the beginning, you really have to be able to take a little time off. Yeah, to uh, establish the trust. You do. You have to. She has to allow them time to develop their relationship. So totally. um, I, I love the calls, though. You're always welcome to call our show, or you can write in as well. Emails, we take emails, uh, ask any questions you want, therendezvousshow.com, that's the website. Or you can call us 855-905-8255 for more advice at The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hello, Simon. Bonjour, Angie. Welcome back, everybody. We were talking to Lisa earlier who was saying that she had to give up her best friend, a man, mm-hmm. with, uh, because her boyfriend was not cool with that yeah. whole situation. I remember. I'm wondering if you've ever been asked to give up something for a relationship. Uh, somebody maybe didn't like that you drank or that you smoked or maybe they didn't like your pet and said you have to get rid of your pet or something along those lines. 
I know when I uh, was dating my husband, we were dating long distance. Yeah. And he gave up where he was living to come move to be with me, which is a big deal. Asking you to relocate. You asked him to move out of New York to come to Chicago, right? I stole him from New York. Yes. I said, you move to Chicago to be with me because it'll be the greatest thing that has ever happened to you. <laughs> and, and lo and behold, here we are. <laughs> and here we are, Madly Love. Wait a minute, but... When you said that, was it an ultimatum? Or no, was this... it wasn't an ultimatum. But at the same time, I don't know how long we could have dated long distance before. Because it, it's six weeks. Yeah, it was right? six weeks. And it was starting to get expensive. And it was starting to get sad because I missed him all the time. And I used to dread Sundays because Sunday I would have to go oh, home. Oh, yes. And I usually love Sundays. I remember telling him, I cannot wait to love my Sundays again. And now I love my Sundays again. But I've had to give that up. Um, what else did I give up? I gave up a job opportunity one time because I was dating somebody that didn't want me to move. And I would have had to move Wow. for that. Uh, I gave up my virginity. Which no, really, wait, I mean, no, that, that, no, that wasn't that's not fair. A gave up. That's not a gave I, up. I don't have it anymore. Where'd it go? <laughs> you never had to give anything up. My virginity. Yeah, oh, please. <laughs> you couldn't wait to give that no, up. Well, listen, I mean, if you gave yours, I gave mine. That's no, true. I, I, I was thinking about what you said. I have not had to give up anything that so sounds far. like such a man answer you think so <laughs> maybe kidding. it is maybe it is maybe we it should is. we should see if any men call yes or any women call if you've had to give up something uh like our last caller lisa did or like i have not like simon apparently <laughs> no i have not really that's okay you can call us up and we'll talk about that call us up what did you give up 855-905-8255 it's a rendezvous with simon and angie it's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hello, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Bonjour, my love. <laughs> Bonjour. We were talking about having to give things up in a relationship, which sometimes you have to do. Um, and we have an email about it now. Let's uh, read this email from Paula. She's writing from Springfield, Massachusetts. Says, hello, I'm dating this great guy, but he smokes. It's so gross, and it's normally an automatic deal breaker for me, but I really like him, so I've dealt with it up till now, but it's really repulsive. Mm-hmm. We've only been dating for two months. Is it okay for me to ask him to stop? What do you think about that, Simon? I think it's always okay to ask, mm-hmm. uh, but just you have to give a space or a room for him not wanting to change. It's an addiction. It I mean, is. It's, it's, so it's one of the actually toughest addiction to have, mm-hmm. the smoking one. So uh, I totally understand you. I, we're so used to people who do not smoke anymore that the idea to kiss, for instance, somebody who smokes, it's hard to think about, right? Yeah, I agree with that. And it's, it's also hard to, like you said, it is an addiction. If you yes. haven't been a smoker, it's so hard to understand the pull to something so strong. I Were sm- you a smoker? I was a smoker. Oh, um, I didn't know that. I was a long time ago. I quit for a while. I, I'm still one of those people that if the alcohol is out and somebody else is smoking around me, it sounds really enticing. But if... You know, if you haven't been in that situation, it's hard to quit on the spot when somebody asks um, because everybody that smokes, they know that it's bad for them. They know it's not a good thing. Um, and I'm sure they would quit if they could. Sometimes they don't want to. Um, but it's, it doesn't hurt to have a conversation about it. Um, but just expect that, you know, you dated him as a smoker. And you knew that going in. Um, but it's okay to have a conversation. And a compromise. Maybe he smokes less. Maybe he smokes less. Start by, you know, half the, the amount of cigarettes or, or a third, you know. Maybe he vapes, you know, get a vape pen or something to yeah. help. Maybe you help him, like, you know, whatever he needs to uh, to kick that habit. I think it's okay to ask, but, you know, you might set yourself up for disappointment because addictions, like we said, are very it's hard tough, to, tough to give up. Yes. Good luck with that, though. Uh, you can call in. What did you give up for your relationship? If you mm-hmm. have anything, you can 
call us up and tell us about that. 855-905-8255. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hey, hey, you're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hello, Simon. Bonsoir, Angie. Uh, Bonsoir. Bonsoir. You're looking so good. Oh, thank you. I like black this, on you. This is such a good way to come to work all the time, have this delicious French man tell you you look good every you, day. You humble servant. Ooh la la. I love <laughs> it. So we're talking about things that you give up in your relationship, for your relationship. A lot of times relationships, you have to make a lot of compromises, sometimes sacrifices. You know it. Um, sometimes it's too much. Um, and we would like to take your calls about it. 855-905-8255. We do have a caller on the phone, Simon. Her name is Amber from Chicago. Hey, Amber. Bonjour, Amber. Hi. Hi, guys. Uh, Simon, I love your new show, In Bed with Simon. On FYI. Thank you so much for watching, Amber, every Tuesday night. Thank you so much. Yeah, and Angie's great. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. She's the best ever. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Wait, wait. You just wait. Like, wait like a a couple months. He's going to be like, oh, get her out of here. No, no. She's the captain of the ship. Oh, thank you. What's your question, Amber? Um, Well, I I gave up my lifestyle for my boyfriend, and I wanted to know what you guys thought about it. Um, so in my previous relationships, I've kept them open and I, mm-hmm. and I really enjoyed them like that. And my boyfriend right now is not cool with that. So I gave it up and it's been almost a year with him now. And I, I love him. I love him so much, but I miss my open relationship and I'm kind of getting bored, you know? Ooh. So, um, Amber, I have, I have a question. You said I'm getting bored. Uh, before that boyfriend, you had this open relationship and all that. So for the last year, as, is the intimacy going well? Are you enjoying what's going on together in the bedroom or slowly but yeah. surely you've lost the fire? I mean, I enjoy what we do. I just want some new stuff. I want <laughs> new stuff or you new can't people. Have, yeah, I mean, you can have new stuff with him, or, but you want more people. Yeah. <laughs> I would go to a couple of therapies together. I would talk about it because uh, maybe there's a way to, I would say, close this in you so you can be happy with him only. So if you want to give him a chance, you have to do a little work on yourself to understand the why, what you're missing, why you need so many people. Um, and then you decide if you really love the dude. If you don't really love him and you say, well, I'm too bored, so I don't want to do any effort, then you can yeah. always break up with him. And then, you know, that's the question. Are you in love with him? Um. Yes, I am in love with him. I'm just afraid to bring this up because I don't know how he have, he'll feel about it. Wait, so did he know that you had open relationships before? Kind of, but not not like really. Like, like not to he, the extent he, of it. He thought maybe whatever. But so you haven't even proposed the idea of maybe. I mean, even if it's not open, like maybe. I don't know, you guys could bring someone else into the bedroom once or twice. It's not necessarily an open, open relationship where you're living different lives. I don't think he would like that. He's very, like, he he likes just me. So, But I was wondering if maybe, like, I could be with someone else and he could be with someone else. Like, um, I I mean, listen, (laughs) yeah, I mean, that's going to break it or make it, okay? So once you bring that conversation up, if I'm your boyfriend, one, I know I'm not satisfying you intimately because you need somebody else. Or you might think it's awesome. Or you might think it's awesome. But if a guy says it's awesome to that, he's also not so satisfied with you, Amber. So I think the minute you go from exclusive, just like you've been just the two of you, and you say you can make love and date whoever you want, and I'll do the same, I, the guy, feel, you know, I'm not doing a good job for her. You don't feel like Uh, they can um, live together, be in love, be in a relationship, yet still have outside relationships? Well, but they're not French. 
Right? What's I mean, so? The French might do it in Paris, and it's culturally acceptable. Here, it's absolutely unacceptable. See, but I believe that you should do whatever it works for your relationship. If he's down for it and she's down for it, and that's what makes them keep but, going and happy. But Amber, you have an intuition. Do you think if you ask him the question, he will say yes or will say no? I, I honestly don't know. You have to be prepared for the fact that you could lose him just by bringing up that question, though. So unless you really want it so bad that you want it more than him, then you have to be prepared for that, I think. I would not ask. I would not ask. Unless you're ready to lose him for it. Yeah, Yeah, I I don't want to ask. I really love him. Follow your intuition. Follow love, you know. And maybe take Simon's advice and maybe get some therapy together or just for yourself first. Yeah, to understand what's missing and, and, and help you be in a monogamy relationship and happy in it. That'd be worth it. Yeah. And yeah. perhaps you're so used to that open lifestyle that you're not comfortable um, in an exclusive relationship. You've just never done it. Maybe she's, this is all new for you. Yeah, she's bored. Yeah, and she's maybe saying. you're right about bringing a person in to our bedroom because then at least we're both together. And, and and he's there and, you know, who knows? He might enjoy it. The menage à the trois. The menage à trois. He that's, might enjoy it. That's a totally different option. Yeah. I don't know a lot of guys that would say no. <laughs> To that proposition. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for your call, Amber. We wish you the best of luck. Yes, bonne chance. Thank you, guys. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, we were talking earlier with Amber, who called uh, about her boyfriend, said she had had an open relationship prior to this guy. And wanted maybe to have an open relationship again. She was kind of bored. And how to spice up things in your relationship. We suggested some things for her. What do you think is the best way, if you're in that rut because we all know we get in a rut sometimes if we're in a long-term relationship how can you spice things up well i would go back to the beginning i would remember how excited you were at the beginning and instead of immediately go for i would say an extra how can i say that an extra thing if yeah you get my drift yeah something you can buy in a certain shop a toy voila, maybe voila voila uh-huh. that's what i was thinking about uh, a or, marital assistant. <laughs> uh, yes, that, I like that too. Uh-huh. So I was thinking, you know, go, go back to the beginning and start the romance again. Mm-hmm. Honestly, you're in the rut because there's no more romance. It's all mechanical or predictable. Right. No more surprise. No more romance equals dry you know, spell. Maybe sometimes it's timed. You know exactly what time of day after your favorite TV show and then right when you go to bed. Or, you know, my husband and I yeah. made a pact when we moved into uh, our new house or when we moved in together, actually, yeah. that we were going to take the TV out of our bedroom because I said the TV stays out because the bedroom is for sleeping and for sex and that's all it should be for and that helps because I think a lot of times people will will lay in bed and watch our favorite show and we're asleep before it's over and that's it. And do you think that has increased the the sexuality with Jason because of that? You think so? Okay. I do. I do. And I think there's, you know, maybe different places. Sometimes when you're in a new place, I know, you know, just even being in the same city, getting a hotel room is sometimes sexy. Because it's not your house. It's a different bed. It's a different place. Absolutely. Romantic. I like that. Spontaneous. And remember, monotony is the enemy of monogamy. I love that saying. Monotony is the enemy of monogamy. Say it again, Simon. Monotony is the enemy of monogamy. Say it again. No, don't say it again. (laughs) That was great. No, I believe that. Very much so. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. We're going to take some more uh, emails coming up, (laughs) answer some questions on The Rendezvous. You can email us at rendezvousshow.com. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie.
You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're taking your calls. We're taking your emails. The website is therendezvousshow.com. Call us anytime as well, 855-905-8255. Speaking of emails, Mm -hmm. I'm going to read one to you, Simon. This is from Chris from Tampa. He says, Mm -hmm. I'm dating this girl. She's great, but she's so shy and self-conscious whenever we hook up that it's a mood killer to the extent that she wears a T-shirt and insists on all the lights being off whenever we do it. Oh, no. Do you guys have any suggestions on how to get her to loosen up? What do you suggest, Simon, um, with the self-consciousness? Anything he can do for her? Well, I would go stage by stage. So just an idea. You know when you have a lamp by on your bed table? Yeah. You don't have to put the light on. You can put a towel around or something safe. Dim it. A dim it. The yeah. dimmer, exactly. So when you have this kind of, of uh, insecurity, and we all have ours, uh, you have to play with it. I would not talk directly about it. Mm-hmm. You don't want to make the person conscious about it. Oh, it's going to like close, Right. It makes right? it worse. Yes. But I would play with the music. I would play with the lighting. I would play with the mood. Yes. I, I would change the moment you make love to during the day. I mean, listen, there is time, for instance, you know, before the shower or after the shower. So the light is on if you want to. But you can't plan in advance with a person like this. Let's put the light on because that's going to freak you out. So you have to respect that. I agree with you. And I think positive reinforcement is so important, too, when she is in those moments where you see her naked or something to be the most complimentary. You look beautiful. You're the most gorgeous woman I've seen. Your body looks amazing. I love everything about just the most positive you can be to oh, let her. I've been there, Angie. I've yeah. had a girlfriend like that. You have? I, yeah. How did a... you handle it? The same? The same. And I never also pushed her. We had wonderful, you know, lovemaking. And I respect the fact that everything was also dim all the time. Oh, dim all the time. All the time. Was because... she French? No, she was American from okay. Texas. I think we're touching on something here. There is a difference, I think, between some European women, French women, oh, and yes. American women when it comes to that. We're going to talk about that, let's, me and you. Yes. Okay, let's talk about the differences. We'll get to that, and we'll take your calls as well. 855-905-8255. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, we were talking earlier about our email guy who said that his girlfriend was really shy, really self-conscious, even wore like T-shirts to bed, didn't want the lights on. Um, And you touched on a thing that I think might be true about how American women sometimes wear a little bit more reserved than um, our European sisters, French women maybe. Because, yes, Angie, it's because in France, nudity is not a business. There's no strip clubs. So you can see. There's no strip clubs. Wow. Very little. Yeah. Yeah. There. You know, it's because on the beach women are either half naked or totally naked, and nobody cares. It's not sexualized. No. So you wouldn't pay because just Mm -hmm. go to the beach and it's. So my eyes, since I'm three or four years old, I've seen naked women and 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 breast nonstop. So we don't. Oh my god. Oh my god. Number one. Yeah. So everybody is at ease. The second thing is there is less guilt. I do feel in America there's a bit too much guilt when it comes to sexuality and yeah. making love. Yes. The right, the wrong, uh, you know, the, the, the importance to be go, this and that. And and then also, you know, it, there is porn on French TV on Saturday night at 10 o'clock on some stations. Yeah, it's so not that big of a deal. No biggie at all. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And I think a lot of times, you know, we're made to, as little girls growing up, we cover up and be a lady and don't be skanky. And, you know, we're made to feel bad. Because America is a place of hard work. Yeah. France is a place of pleasure. Pleasure. First. Yes. La, la joie de vivre. The joy of life. 
America is about hard work, the right thing to do, and the American dream doesn't include so much joie de vivre. Yes. You have to work hard and succeed and have a family. In France, joie de vivre. Joie de vivre, have a coffee, more joy of life. I think we could all use a little bit more joie de so, vivre. Well, exactly. So, the, <laughs> And that's why there's such a difference also, I think, in the bedroom. I agree with you. I think that makes a lot of sense. And my mother, you know, my family's right off the boat European as well. Yes. I was the first of my family born here. I was used to seeing the toplessness all over the place. Yes. My mother in, in Minnesota, I had to tell her to put a top on in the backyard because all the neighbors, the American men were coming out looking at her. And she <laughs> she's like, why are they all staring? I said, because you're not in Europe. You are in Minnesota and <laughs> you look amazing. But let's put a top on. Exactly. Because that's just the way it was. But you have a point. More of the rendezvous is coming. Coming up next with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous Show with Simon and Angie. What another amazing show we've had, Simon. You know it. What an amazing show. Lots of great calls, lots of great emails. Thank you so much for listening again. Anytime you want to email us, we will get to your email, I promise. It's therendezvousshow.com. You can call us anytime. We'll talk it all out. Anything romantic going on in your life that you want to discuss, 855 905 8255. I want to tell everybody to make sure that you check out my man Simon on the FYI channel. In bed with Simon, Tuesday night. Thank you, Angie. And if you want to put a face on the beautiful voice that you're listening now on the rendezvous, the captain oh. of the ship, oh. go to the rendezvousshow.com and check Angie beautiful oh, you're so nice. face you're and so everything nice. else. No, check it out, really, because you know it's I'm lucky to see you every day. Check the rendezvousshow.com. Take a look at Angie Beautiful Face. Am I blushing right now? You're blushing I'm a little blushing. bit. Yeah, I need a captain's hat. I like when you call I'm, me I'm captain. G- I'm going to get you. A, you. You are the captain of the ship. Captain and Tennille. Yes. <laughs> the captain. Ooh la la. Ca- uh, <laughs> Ooh la la, Simon. Ooh la la. It's the end of the night. It's, you better find this like, Ooh la la. Ooh la la. Good night. Ooh Good la night. la. Thank you for listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.